Lord, we thank you for your power. And we pray right now as we open up your word that you'd speak straight to our hearts today, Lord God. Speak to the heart and soul of our church this morning, Lord. Do something powerful in this place, I pray, in us and through us, in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. You may be seated this morning. As we've already mentioned, welcome to Vision Sunday 2019. I'm excited to share a number of things today and share the word for the year for City Church that we are believing God for and that we are prophetically proclaiming over our church in 2019. I love in Matthew chapter 13, verse 31, it says, He told them another parable. Speaking about Jesus, it said, The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all the seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds come and perch in its branches. And that's what vision is all about. Jesus had this vision for what the church could be. And it was planted as a seed. And you see the kingdom of God today as it expands all across the world. It creates shade and shelter and protection for people all around the world. As people gather and lift up the name of Jesus Christ, it all just started as a seed. See, vision is always about others. Jesus is our priority. We talked about this last Sunday. Jesus is our priority. He's our focus. He's who we abide in Christ. It's who we are all about. Jesus is our purpose for existing. Vision is our response to that. Paul said it this way, Christ's love compels me. It compels me to go out and take what I have received and take it to the world. Thanks, team. You can grab a seat. And to take this message of the gospel to the world. Vision is about others. I love in John chapter 4, verse 35, it says, Don't you have a saying? This is again Jesus speaking. It's still four months until harvest. I tell you, open your eyes and look out to the fields. They are ripe for harvest. Even now the one who reaps draws a wage and harvests a crop for eternal life so that the sower and the reaper may be glad together. Thus the saying, one sows and another reaps, is true. I sent you to reap where you have not worked. Others have done the hard work and you have reaped the benefits of their labor. The harvest is ready. Look up and see. Look up and see what Jesus has. Look up and see in our community of the Blue Mountains and beyond what Jesus could do as we have the vision to be able to see things From God's perspective. Matthew 9 verse 38 says, Ask the Lord of the harvest therefore to send out workers into the harvest field. And that's what vision is all about. Every one of us being equipped and empowered to go out and to use the gifts and the talents and the abilities that we've been given and go out and take this message of the gospel to the world. Jesus said it this way, Go and make disciples. Go out and make disciples. It's great that we have our ticket to heaven. But it's not just about us. It's always about other people. It's always about who we could reach, who we could touch with the gospel of Jesus Christ. I love in Proverbs it says, Without vision, the people perish. 
That we'd be able to see things. That we'd be able to see the harvest. We'd be able to see the opportunities that are around and about us as we trust Jesus Christ. It says in the scripture that we are saved and called. Saved by the grace of Jesus Christ. Called to take this message to everybody while ever time exists. That we would take the message of Jesus Christ. That is what Vision Sunday is all about. And we talk about in our church that our, our mission is to reach people with the gospel message, to raise disciples of Jesus Christ, and to release leaders into their calling. Jesus was always doing those things. He was always doing those three things in one way or another. Throughout the, the entirety of his life, you can see Jesus reaching, raising, and releasing. Starting again, reaching, raising, releasing. He was just focused upon that, making sure that the message got out to everybody so that no one would miss out. So what is the word for City Church in 2019? What's the word of the Lord for us? What's the prophetic word for what we're called to do as City Church in 2019? It's this word, arise. Isaiah 60 says it this way, Arise, let your light shine for all to see. For the glory of the Lord rises to shine on you. Darkness as black as night covers all the nations of the earth. But the glory of the Lord rises and appears over you. All nations will come to your light. Mighty kings will come to see your radiance. Look and see. For everyone is coming home. Your sons are coming from distant lands. Your daughters will be carried home. Your eyes will shine and your heart will thrill with joy. For merchants from around the world will come to you. They will bring to you the wealth of many lands. Arise. Arise. You know, I met with a pastor a few months ago and I was speaking to him about our church. And he was talking to me about finding a biblical pattern. Find where you are, the season of where you are as a church. And he told me about the pattern of their church and what they're doing. And as I was reading through Isaiah chapter 60, it just come out of the page from the end of last year as well. It's kind of meditating on what the thought would be for this year. And as I looked at it and I looked either side of it in Isaiah 59 to Isaiah 61, I could see a theme that was taking place there. I could see the pattern of this church. I could see in Isaiah 59, it talks all about redemption. It talks all about healing. It talks all about strengthening. It says in Isaiah 59, it says, Listen, the Lord's arm is not too weak to save you, nor is he too deaf to hear your call. And it talks about the promise that Jesus would redeem us and save us and set us free. And isn't that the season that we've been in? A season of healing and strengthening and growing and developing. And then Isaiah 60 comes along and says, Arise, jump out of your sickbed. It's time to arise up. Stand up in the call of God. There's a giant reawakening on the inside of us. We are ready to run. Arise and shine in God's power. It goes on to talk about all the promises of sons and daughters coming home. All through the passage of Isaiah 60, it's just a prophetic word. It's actually a prophetic word from the Old Testament to the New Testament church. It's speaking about what the New Testament church would become. But I believe it's specific for us right now as City Church. It's our time to arise. Just like it says in Nehemiah, arise and build. Talks about that when, Je when, Lazarus called, um, when Jesus called Lazarus out of the grave, he said, Lazarus, arise, stand up. You can no longer sit down, lay down any longer. It's time to stand up in the call of God for you and become who you were created to be. Isaiah 61 then goes on to talk about influence. It's that famous passage where Jesus grabs that 
scroll and he prophetically reads it out and says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel, to bring the good news to the poor. And it goes on throughout that whole passage to talk about influence. It talks about new things springing up, new springs that are pouring up, new initiatives, new things that are developing. It just talks throughout that whole passage about influence. And that's where I believe we are headed as City Church. But before influence, we must rise. We must stand up. We must be able to get up to the call of God that's in us. You know, the hardest bit is actually the standing up. You know, when you're seated, when you're seated down, there's so much energy that goes into the standing up. But isn't it beautiful when someone arises? Isn't it beautiful when we stand up? When we stand up in the call of God for our lives, that we no longer just sit and are just, are just sitting watching everybody else, but we would stand up and become who we are called to be. There's a stride to it. There's a rhythm to it as someone stands up and then begins to walk in the call of God. And that's what I believe for this church, city church, that we are standing up again. We're standing up. We are arising to the call of God for us. I'm going to speak about that in a few moments. But before I do, I want to speak about some new initiatives and some announcements that I just wanted to, to speak about firstly. And then we'll get into the message today and talk a little bit more about the whole idea of arise and shine. The first one is this. We talked about in uh, mid-last year, we, we renamed the church from Blue Mountain City Church to City Church. And obviously there was a whole bunch of marketing that went with that with a new logo. And something we've been talking about for many months is developing an icon. Because we have, just like Apple Corporation, for instance, would have a logo, then you know Apple because of their symbol, that Apple symbol, that icon that would represent it. We're looking for something that would represent us in the community that would pique interest, that people would be able to look at and think, what's, what's that about? What's, what kind of, what's, what's, what's that representing? And so we wanted something that we could create that would kind of pique that interest. And so we have created a new icon. And I'm excited to announce this morning, if you have a look to the screens, this is our new City Church icon. It represents who we are and what we're about and basically just is something that can be represented in our community. Here it is. It's just a big C and uh, we'll be able to launch that out and we'll be rolling that out in a whole bunch of different things and our social media, etc. But it goes alongside our logo. The font underneath it is the same as what our, our logo is and it's designed to go together and just represent us in the community as we just basically get the message out. One other thing that we started to do at the end of last year is we talked about this concept of arising, but started to think about, well, what are we arising to? How do we flesh that out and how do we understand when we're reaching people, raising disciples and releasing leaders, how do we know that we are being successful in that and developing the kind of people that we want to develop? And so we came up with these 12 values that we want to have as a church that kind of articulate and put language around who we are. Help us to understand when we serve on a team, when we're part of this church, what kind of things represent us and help us have a health check. When we forget who we are, we can go back to these values and say, you know what, that's who we are. We're reminded again. And so these 12, 12 values or our code are these things. A team are going to come, I believe, the host and hand out some booklets to you. But as they do, I'm just going to read them out to you. The, the values are Jesus, number one, Jesus is our purpose. That's a good start, isn't it? <laughs> He's our purpose for living. He's our purpose for existing as a church. Number two, relationships are our priority. 
The lost are our passion. Generosity is our posture. Honor is our perspective. Unity is our pledge. Worship and creativity are our pleasure. Discipleship is our process. They all end with P because that's spiritual, right? (laughs) Servant leadership is our pattern. Excellence is our pathway. Spirit-led is our pursuit. And faith-filled is our proclamation. That's who we are. It speaks about who we are as City Church, who we're rising up to be. These are our values. These articulate the church that we see, the church that we want to be. As we start to adopt these things and, and become these values, it's one thing to have them written on a piece of paper. It's another thing to be these things. And I hope as a church that we are, in our essence, are articulating being these things. And we're going to talk about them a little bit more at Heart and Soul on Tuesday night and, and flesh it out a little bit for you and help you understand it. But there's much to share on Tuesday night. I want to invite you to come along. Even if you don't serve on a team, you just find City Church as your home church. We want you to come out this Tuesday night, 7 o'clock, and join us as we unpack a bit of the vision and talk a bit about the practical nature of some of these things. Thirdly, we have a new initiative called the Discovery Course, which we are rolling out and launching as well. The Discovery Course is a course that helps articulate the vision, values, and beliefs of City Church. It talks about the values that that we just articulated just then, but it also talks about our beliefs as disciples in Jesus Christ. This course is designed so that it's so simple for people. It's got five, uh, sorry, four short videos that only go for five minutes each. It comes with a whole booklet that you can download online. You can see all the details there. It's filled with 48 pages of beautiful information about what we're about, what Jesus is about. And it's all about helping people be discipled into Jesus Christ. The discovery course is about discovering God, discovering community, and discovering purpose. And how we can achieve and help that. We wanted to make something that would be so simple and so easy that you can take a new person, or you can take somebody that wants to go on the journey of discipleship, and all the hard work is done for you. It's all articulated in this book. There's a leader's guide and there's a participant's guide. It has all the information there. There's videos that you can follow along on our website. You just go to the link, citychurchau.com slash discovery. All the information is there. And you can go on there, see what it's all about, find out all about our church. It's broken up in four areas. Reaching people, number one. Number two, raising disciples. Number three, releasing leaders. And number four, how can we help you? How can we help you do that? This course is designed for two people. For a new person that has just made a decision to follow Jesus Christ, we'll be able to give them the link for this straight away in a Bible, helps them for their next step straight away to know what Jesus is about and learn about what our church is about. And also for anybody that wants to serve in the life of City Church. We want you to understand our vision and our values and our beliefs so that you could represent them well. We want to make sure that we are equipped as volunteers, as leaders in this church to be able to disciple other people and take them on that journey. The course is not jumping through a whole bunch of hoops. It's the easiest course you'll ever get. I'll even give you an accreditation at the end. (laughs) 
You can go online and you can do it yourself, by yourself. And then what the whole idea of the course is you meet with a leader at the end and you discuss your next steps. Perhaps you've got a question about some of the beliefs that you've read about. They can talk to you about that. Perhaps you want to get involved in a connect group. Perhaps you want to serve in the life of the church. That leader then can direct you into your next step. But there's a whole process there. You'll know clearly what you believe, what we're about, all the information that you need to know. And so, would you like to have a little bit of a promo video of what it looks like? Have a look to the screens. It says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son. And I want to encourage you today as you work through today's booklet and look at all the different elements of what we believe to go on a journey of discovering about who Jesus is. Every one of us has a part to play in building His church, building His kingdom help you to be able to achieve your purpose, understanding that God's got a great plan for your life. There you go. Come on. So I'm excited about this because I think it's a really great link between reaching, raising and releasing people. It's just a clear growth pathway to be able to help anybody. It's so simple. You could be a part of a Lawson congregation. You could be part of Mount Rev. You could be part of you know, a connect group. And it's just so simple that anybody can disciple another person. You know, it says so clearly, Jesus speaking, go out into all the world and make disciples. That wasn't a, a pastor's call. It wasn't a person that's on a church staff's call. That was the call to every single believer to make disciples. Every single one of us are called to make, build, equip, train up, and make disciples of Jesus Christ. And so we wanted to make that so simple for you. All the hard work is done, and then you can focus on the relationship with the person, helping them take them through that process. And so we're going to talk about more, more of this on a heart and soul night, but we want everybody that currently volunteers in a team to be able to go through this course and make sure you're understanding it so that then you can equip and train other people to be able to do that yourself. It'll literally take you 15 minutes at home to watch the videos, and then you can jump online and, and go through the, the course material as well and make sure you're up to date with that. Does that sound good? That's exciting. And finally, the last thing I just wanted to mention with Lawson. We have our Lawson service that's happening there on the third Sunday of every month. And I'm excited to announce we're going to start a, a service on, the, on the, the first Sunday of the month called Lawson Connect. And on these Lawson Connect nights, we're going to be talking about our values, the DNA of our church. We're going to be aiming to build up team and build people that want to make Lawson their home church there and then build upon that with our services that happen on the third Sunday of the month. So essentially, there'll be two opportunities in the month for people to be able to be connected there at Lawson as we're just taking another step forward, moving forward and believing for Lawson to arise in 2019 as it already is. It's gone fantastic, but we want to see it move forward in growth and strength strength there as well. So just excited to announce that that will be kicking off at the start of March. And so we have our service there next week, which will be our normal service. And then the first Sunday in March, we'll kick off with our Lawson Connects and then our Lawson services on the third Sunday of the month. Are you still with me this morning? 
Awesome. Well, arise and shine. Let me preach to you for a while. Arise and shine. I love this passage as it just speaks to where we are as a church right now. Isaiah chapter 60, as we look through it all, we can just see God's handiwork and see how he set things up for even us as city church. As I look at some of the prophetic words that have been spoken over our church in the last 12-month period, I remember Vicki Simpson coming and speaking to us about the whole idea that the dimmer switch will be turned up in this church and your light will shine brighter for all to see and to glorify your Father in heaven. She talked about our light shining bright in our community. It's like God would just grab this dimmer switch and we would just shine brighter than we ever have before. And I can see that when it talks about that arise and shine. It's God's responsibility to shine upon us, but it's our responsibility to arise. His sunlight is there for every one of us, but we have to make the choice to arise, to stand up in that calling and allow His light to guide and lead us. We had someone else come through and speak to us, another prophet, and talk to us about flow. They said this, I saw a huge river flowing through the auditorium, a great flow of God touching everything and everyone in the church. And it was very great and very God, a flow of the Holy Spirit, a flow of power, a flow of supernatural, a flow of supply, a flow of favor, a flow of miracles, a flow of salvation for his glory and for his kingdom. And then we had Kevin Brett. He's been our pastor for many years. And he comes through and he spoke to us at the end of this uh, end of last year. We had him here speaking on the last Sunday of the year, and he spoke about how everything in this last six-month period had been a setting up, a putting in place, ready to launch. I love those words. Ready to launch. That we would be prepared to step into all that we are called to as a church. And I believe we're ready to arise. I I believe we're ready to step up into the call of God and become who we're called to be as a church. And so I want to speak to you about arising this morning, but before I do, I want you to look to the screen. I've got a video of a rocket taking off. Speak off it this morning, so have a look to the screens. And the Falcons have landed. 
<laughs> Incredible. Elon Musk and his um, SpaceX crew launched what was the most powerful rocket ever taken up to space. And you can see the images there of how incredible that whole process is. But what they did is they put one of those Tesla Roadsters, they launched it into space. And they're literally tracking it as it orbits around the Earth. There's these beautiful images of this car just going around different places where you can see it in space with the Earth in the background. And it's absolutely incredible. But I thought that this video kind of really showed a few different things that I want to highlight today. And the first one is this, as we're talking about three ways to arise in 2019. The first one is this, arise in God's power. You see at the start, as that rocket begins to take off, you see all of those flames and that engine that's so powerful starts to lift it off, lift off the ground. It just seems like it's this incredible sight to watch. Imagine being there in person and being able to see that with your own eyes. The ground shook literally around that area as that took off and just started to go up into space and achieve what its purpose was. It's amazing that actually they only gave it a 50-50 chance of actually working. But it was a successful flight, 50-50 chance, but they still took the chance to be able to see it take place. You know, the key scripture today in Isaiah chapter 60 says this in verse 1, Arise, let your light shine for all to see, for the glory of the Lord rises to shine on you. See, God's power is lifting you into your purpose. So many of us try to focus on ourselves, trying to put ourselves in positions to be able to move forward and be successful. Can I encourage you this morning to relax in God's power? Relax in the power that He's lifting us, that He's causing us to arise. You're not just trying to arise in your own strength. You're arising in the purpose and the power of Jesus Christ. When He said to His church, arise, shine, He was there to give power to it. It says in... Acts chapter 2, it talks about the power of the Holy Spirit. It talks about the power of the Holy Spirit that would be there for the church. The church waited to be launched until power was available with the Holy Spirit. That every one of us can have that intimate connection with God. That He is with us. That it's the power of the Holy Spirit inside of us that's lifting us towards our purpose. In 2019, when you come up against obstacles and opposition and challenge, remember that you can arise above it. You can arise over it. You can arise and become greater than what it is. See, sometimes it takes a Goliath in front of you to bring out the David on the inside of you. And what I'm saying this morning is that I believe there's a giant in this church, that it's getting woken up this morning, that it's getting awakened this morning, that every one of us would understand there is a calling, that as we stand in the call of God and rise up and become who we're called to be as a church, that something powerful will happen. I can't sleep any longer. I can't stay in my sick bed any longer. It's time to get out of it. The next stage of therapy is to arise and stand up. To start to get some of those muscles stronger again. To start to work on some of those things again. Yes, of course, the church will always be a hospital for sick people. But it's also a place where healthy people can flourish. It's a place where we can stand up and arise. Then we can go out into all the world. How can we go and take the message of the gospel if we don't go and arise? It says, how how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Not their butt, sitting down. 
It was their feet that was arising to take the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus said it a lot more bluntly. He said, go. Go. Out into all the world and make disciples. Arise. Stand up. Arise in God's power. I love Zig Ziglar. He said this, fear has two meanings. Forget everything and run. Or face everything and rise. And I wonder whether we could do that this year. Whether we could rise up in the call of God for us as City Church and understand who we are, who God has called us to be, that we don't need to fear anybody. It says in 1 John 4 verse 4, it says, Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. See, standing up actually, as I've researched it, has a whole bunch of different health benefits. There's actually some problems if you sit down too long. It actually can cause negative health effects on your body, on your physical body. It actually can cause problems. That's why with elderly people, they try to get them to stand. They try to get them to have movement because it's so important. Because if you sit too long, it can cause you damage. And I wonder as a church whether we understand that, but we just can't keep sitting. It's time to stand. We can't just stay seated. Of course, we're seated in Christ, but we are standing in our calling. So we just can't stay seated while those around us don't know the hope of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We've got to be able to take this message to the world. So here's nine essential health benefits of standing. Number one, standing reduces your risk of weight gain and obesity. Number two, standing versus sitting lowers your risk of heart disease. Number three, standing helps lower risk of type 2 diabetes and other metabolic diseases. Before standing lowers long-term mortality risk. Number five, standing helps reduce the risk of cancer. Standing can help ease or reduce chronic back pain. Number six. Number seven, standing helps increase energy levels and improve mood. Number eight, standing while working boosts productivity. Number nine, standing while working helps tone muscles. That's why the invention of the stand-up desk has been designed. Because it's actually better for your health to stand than to remain seated. And I wonder where you've been sitting in your life today. Perhaps you've got a dream in your heart, something that you believe in God for, but you've buried it down and you've just remained seated. But God's saying, you know what? I've put something powerful on the inside of you. It's time to arise. Perhaps some kind of fear has been holding you back like a chain, kind of locking you down. Perhaps a spirit of heaviness has been upon your life and you feel like I just can't break through of it. Can I say in 2019, in God's power, you can arise. In God's power, you can stand up to the call of God and you can stand up and do what God has called you to do. 2 Thessalonians 2 verse 15 says this, So friends, take a a firm stand, feet on the ground and head high. Keep a tight grip on what you were taught, whether in personal conversation or by our letter. May Jesus himself and God our Father, who reached out in love and surprised you with gifts of unending help and confidence, put a fresh heart in you, invigorate your work, and enliven your speech. We are a city on a hill. God's power is working in us as we arise. Number two, arise with God's 
perspective. If we go back to Isaiah chapter 60, it says, Darkness, as black as night, covers all the nations of the earth. But the glory of the Lord rises and appears over you. All nations will come to your light. Mighty kings will come to see your radiance. So here's the problem. We look out and see darkness. And so we see despair. We see fear. We see problems. We see obstacles. Because we're looking out and seeing darkness. But here's the thing. Darkness is looking out, looking out towards us and looking in towards us. And it sees light. And so when we go out into our community, we bring the light of Jesus Christ. When we go to our families and our friends and those that are around us, we bring this light of Jesus and it changes perspective. Our perspective might be the darkness, but can I encourage you? Run towards the darkness because the light of Jesus Christ is in you to shine brighter. It's not just so that we can get together and have a bonfire on a Sunday and bring all of our lights together. It's so that we can take this light out into the darkness. It's a bit like when a spotlight is put on you. It's blinding. You can't really see anything apart from darkness and a bright light. That's kind of what it's like. And that's what it can feel like at times. There's darkness, there's brightness there. But what you don't realize is the light of Jesus is shining on you. That spotlight is on you. People see something different about you. And because of that, it brings about kind of this transformation in people's lives, in our community, and those that we're around. They see something different about you. Arise with God's perspective. See, some of the things that happened in that video clip, you see that those, as that rocket got to a certain level, there's some things that just couldn't keep going with it to space. There's some things that just had to drop off. Some of those boosters had to drop off and fall away. Some of those things that sometimes can be in our thinking and our mindset to arise to become who God's called us to be, sometimes those things have got to fall away. They've got to drop away. We've got to let those things go so that we can arise and stand up and become. Some of, the, some of those things can't handle the atmosphere of where your life is going. What are some of those things you need to let go of so that you can just focus on Jesus? I love it. It says in Hebrews 12, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Finally, as the team come, number three, we arise surrounded by God's presence. Isaiah 60 verse 4, it says, Look and see. I love that image, that we wouldn't just be relaxed, we wouldn't just be focused on our own lives, we wouldn't just be caught up in our own activity, in our own busyness, that we'd have the vision to look and to see. Look and see, for everyone is coming home. Your sons are coming from distant lands. Your little daughters will be carried home. I love this. Your eyes will shine because there's vision on the inside of you, City Church. Your eyes will shine bright because you can see the harvest. Your eyes will shine bright because you've been commissioned by Jesus Christ to go. Your eyes will shine because you're called to arise in 2019. Your eyes will shine and your heart will thrill with joy. There'll be a joy amongst the people of City Church. 
For merchants from around the world will come to you. They will bring to you the wealth of many lands. Provision. God is looking after the supernatural supply as we just trust Him. See, in this rocket image, we see this Tesla Roadster that's launched out into space. You couldn't do that in the atmosphere of where we are, just here down on earth. It had to be launched up higher. And sometimes in our life, we just have to get up above our problems, above our situations. We have to get up higher and look to know God's presence is there, that He's with us. Look above it all and understand God is calling us. And we arise not by ourselves in a lonely place. We arise surrounded by the front and the back by God's presence. As a church, we arise knowing God is surrounding us. He's protecting us. His favor and blessing is upon us. We stand and we arise knowing that He is with us. I remember as a kid at nighttime being scared of the dark and yelling out, Mom! Dad! And just to hear their voice, or for them to come into the room, for their presence to be there, to know everything is okay. I wonder this year whether you need to know that again. God's got you. He's holding you. He's holding us. This is His church. It's His valuable possession. He's holding you. Arise in the confidence that God is with you. It says in Scripture to boldly approach the throne of grace. Boldly arise and go to God in every season because He is there. Psalm 57 verse 8 says this, Awake, O my soul, with the music of His splendor song. Arise, my soul, and sing His praises. My worship will awaken the dawn, greeting the daybreak with songs of light. City Church, I see a giant reawakened. I see a giant that's been sleeping that's been dormant, that's been healing, that's been strengthening, that in the darkness has been getting stronger again, that in the darkness has been getting healthy again, that's got its breath back again, it's got the life of the Holy Spirit in it again, that's healed up and strengthened and the time has come to arise. The time has come to stand up in the call of God for City Church. What do we see for City Church in 2019? We see an influential church bringing the life-changing message of Jesus to our city. We see a relational church that feels like family, creating a place for people to belong. We see a courageous church with a pioneering and innovative spirit. We see a spirit-led and empowered church that operates in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We see a generous church in nature, expression, and love, overflowing resource for kingdom endeavor. We see a passionate church with a commitment to seeing lost people find hope in Jesus and the Great Commission outworked in our community. We see a unified church that honors God humbly and loves each other genuinely. We see a fun-loving and faith-filled church with an environment of life and expectancy and joy that is evident amongst the people. We see a faithful church with a healthy soul and an appetite for the things of God. We see a worshipping church with people eager to lift up the name of Jesus and offer a sacrifice of praise. We see a growing church 
where people find purpose and fulfillment and sinners are welcomed home. We see a flourishing church with leaders rising up and people using their gifts and talents to glorify God. We see a willing church filled with people who are ready to take up their place. We see a cross-generational church, youthful in spirit and rich with the wisdom and depth of faithful saints. We see a church arising that will shine the light of Jesus so brightly in our community that it cannot be ignored or hidden and that nothing will hinder or stop it. We see a church standing in the confidence of God's calling for her with renewed commitment to the purpose of God that overflows from a vibrant and authentic relationship with Jesus. Arise, City Church. The time has come. Arise, and shine, City Church, for the light of Christ has come, and the glory of the Lord shines upon you. It's not a time to shrink back. It's a time to move forward. It's not a time to be shy. It's a time to be bold. It's not a time to be timid of the obstacles in front of us. It's a time to rise up and understand the power of God is in us and working through us. Are you ready to arise, City Church? Are you ready to stand in the call of God? Are you ready for that giant to be reawakened again? Are you ready for the call of God to be in front of us? Are you ready for Jesus Christ to rise in the blue mountains like never before? Are you ready for our community to know the light of Jesus Christ, to understand that we are here for a purpose? Go into all the world and make disciples. Arise. Stand up. We're going to teach you a new song this morning.